Hey guys, this is my leak. This is the My Taught You podcast. Um, long time no podcast, I know. Um, before I get into today's podcast about staying in your lane, I want to do a little bit of housekeeping. Um, the My Taught You live podcast um, was is scheduled for August 12th, Saturday night, and we sold that out in about 20 minutes. So I added a second date. I texted Carlene, asked her if she'd be down to stay in town an extra day. Um, and so I'm going to do a Sunday matinee, you guys, on August 13th. So that's Sunday at one o'clock. Now the downside, Sunday also sold out. So both Saturday and Sunday are sold out shows. Um, you can go to SCAD show, S-C-A-D show.com. Um, I'm hoping that something will let up um, if there's some alternatives, some some ideas that we're coming up with. Um, but I still feel like it doesn't hurt if you will be in town or if you live in Atlanta um, to pop in on the day of and see if there's some box office seat love. Um, because I believe that there will be some seats available. I think some people may have bought tickets and maybe, maybe they won't come. We don't know. Or you can always, um, search online. I know on my Twitter, I always am retweeting people who are selling their tickets. So if you're looking, please follow me on Twitter at my leak and I will continue to do that retweeting so people can, um, come to the show. Um, all right. Before that, I have to tell you about FreshBooks. This podcast is brought to you by FreshBooks, you guys. Um, so you're racing against the clock to wrap up three projects. You're prepping for a meeting later in the afternoon, all while trying to tackle a mountain of paperwork. Welcome to life as a freelancer. Challenging? Yes. But our friends at FreshBooks believe the rewards are so worth it, and I do too. The working world has changed tremendously, you guys. With the growth of the internet, there's never been more opportunities to get your side hustle on and for the self-employed. Um, to meet this need, FreshBooks is excited to announce their newer version of their cloud accounting software. Um, they launched this software a few months ago. I have been using it. It is It has been redesigned from the ground up. Um, and custom built for exactly the way you work. So get ready for the simplest way to be more productive, organized, and most importantly, get paid quickly. Um, the all new FreshBooks is not only ridiculously easy to use, it is packed full of powerful features. My favorite one is always the professional looking invoice. Um, and when you can send the invoice, after you send the invoice, you will be able to tell if your client has viewed it or not. So you don't have to play those guessing games about getting paid. Um, FreshBooks is offering a 30-day unrestricted free trial to my listeners. To claim it, just go to freshbooks.com backslash my taught you and enter my taught you in the how did you hear about a section. Um, good morning, good afternoon. I don't know what time you will listen to this. It is the morning for me, Monday morning, um, back from a long weekend. Um, I want to talk about staying in your lane and the idea for this podcast hit me after um, last week or a couple weeks ago, I got this idea that I was going to start a Facebook group. Um, I know that I'm late to the party, but I didn't even know all these super cool Facebook groups existed. 
Um, I belong to a couple of Facebook groups that I that I think are very interesting. And I also <laughs> am a part of a couple that are just very entertaining, some that I just do what we call lurking on. So I got the bright idea uh, maybe about a month ago, you know what, I should do a My Taught You podcast discussion group. And I, I will be honest with you, I didn't think much further beyond that. I just was like, oh, wow, I should do this, this too. And I would say after about a couple of weeks, I found that I just didn't like it. And it wasn't that there weren't great discussions because there were, it was probably far more active than I even expected it to be. Um, it just, I, it found, I found that it just, um, it wasn't, I didn't set it up the way that I probably should have. I didn't put enough time into it. Um, and it didn't give me the feelings, uh, that, that I kind of need to have to, to do and participate in things. And so I, I archived it, I stopped it. Um, and I'll probably just let it go because, um, because it just, I felt like it was distracting me quite a bit. Um, so that's what, that's what made me decide to do this podcast today. And, and it, I thought to myself, how many of us are doing things because they seem cool? Um, uh, they, they seem like people are making money. It seems like people are getting popular. It seems like it's helping people with their quote unquote personal brand, which I am going to do a personal brand podcast. You guys, I have started the notes, but it's just such a deep dive that it's taking me much longer than I expected to, but I'm going to do a full on sort of like series on personal branding, what it is, what it isn't, um, why it matters, why it doesn't, that sort of thing. But anyway, we're talking about staying in your lane and doing these things, uh, but they don't bring us joy. And then that's when I started to think even further this weekend that there's probably a bit of a misunderstanding about sticking with things that are hard, right? And then staying in your lane because there's some quitting typically involved um, in staying in your lane. There are some boundaries typically involved. And I know that sometimes um, we'll quit things when they're hard, uh, thinking that we're staying in our lane versus setting up the boundaries about setting up the boundaries that allow us to stay um, aligned with our purpose and focused. Um, so how does one stay in their lane? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to walk you and talk you through this, you guys. So so work with me. And please, by all means, I love it when you you sort of tweet me your thoughts. I do have a Facebook um it's not a group, but a page that I do still write on and I do still enjoy. And that is facebook.com backslash my taught you. Please do um, write me there to discuss some of these things. But, um, all right, let's do this. There is so much noise out in the world today, right? Or as I'm going to refer in this podcast, lanes. There are so many experts telling you what you need to be doing. You know, I always tell you on this podcast to take what you need, leave the rest on the floor because everything is not for everybody. Um, but what happens with abundance, right? We now have abund an abundance of information, an abundance of mediums to communicate our thoughts, ideas, businesses, whatever. Um, or uh, what happens when there's an abundance of mediums and then some recognition, right? People now recognize you as the hot new this, that, or the other. It is very easy to lose focus, you know, staying in your lane is about focus. So to begin, let's see 
if you can tell someone what you do in three words, right? So that is the exercise that my business advisor gave me when I was launching Curlbox. Can you tell someone, you know, sort of at the core, what is it? Um, you know, and I'm like, it's a um, subscription service that, you know, it's like, no, 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 that's not what it is. At the core, what is it? And at the core, it is affordable. It's $20. It's effortless. It's shipped to your front door. And it is exclusive. Um, you can only become a member one day per month. So that is what it is. And so for the longest, you know, when I thought about my leak as a person, um, I would I would lead in the same way that I was kind of doing with Curlbox. You know, it's a subscription service for women who have naturally curly hair, this, this whole spiel. And I actually had to learn to sort of pare down what it is that I do. Um, so for the longest, I was leading with, you know, I'm a classically trained PR person, meaning that I've had formal training in education, specializing in online marketing. In a nutshell, I enhance brands. Um, but a few months ago, I had an interview to have my bio rewritten by Amber Wright. Um, write that down. She is fantastic. Um, Amber Wright helped me to break down sort of my, the in three words, what I do. And she, she said, my leak, intuition, insight, and influence. That's at the core of what you do. And it is so true. So I wrote that down and I have sort of stamped that inside of my mind. My in, I use my intuition provide to provide insight, which then influences, right? So the first thing is just intuition and, and having a strong intuition. Um, so now I always have these things top of mind before I take on things and asking myself the question, is this what I do? Right. Um, I think the most important thing that we tend to forget because joy in work is so underrated. Um, I always talk about that work is going to be hard, right? The work is hard, but you can have joy in your work um, and joy in your life. I think that we put joy on the back burner so often and joy is super important. So the next thing that I ask myself is, how do I want this work to make me feel? And the truth is, I want to be fulfilled by the work that I do. Um, I want to be able to do my work and then walk away from it as needed to ensure that I have a life, right? You know, that is so important to me because I, it's easy for me to become so immersed in what I am doing to forget about myself and forget about my life. And I think that over the years I have um, met people who didn't make their life you know, in, in their love, a priority. And my dad always stays on me to remember to have fun. And so I want to be able to give, 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 give. And then at some point walk away guilt-free, um, and do some things that I need to do for me. Um, I have learned a thing or 10 about boundaries over the years and how that applies um, to this podcast is that boundary boundaries are pretty much staying in your lane. Boundaries are what you tend to say no to. Um, so we have to have a plan and a purpose. So I'm going to tackle some common things that will arise. Um, because I felt like examples would be great for this podcast. So here's an example. 
so many people are making so much money on YouTube. You know, that's what it was, I think, at first. Or was it blogging? Now it's winning on Instagram as an influencer or podcasting. Um, But whatever it is, it's always something. We say to ourselves, that's so easy. I can do it. So we start and we don't keep up with it or we aren't winning at it and we just can't figure out why. And it's because it's not our thing. You know, if money is what leads you to start something, you aren't clear on your purpose. Um, I didn't start a subscription service to make money or because so many people were winning at it. Um, I knew it could be lucrative financially, but at the time I started almost six years ago, I had only heard of one company and I had never even seen a single box. I started my business because I really wanted to help simplify the product process. I'd spent hundreds of dollars buying and trying things that didn't work And I always tell the story of this product that was being sold at a Whole Foods 20 miles from me that I made this pilgrimage to go get, spend a fortune on it. I think it was like $40 only to realize that it didn't work for me. I kept it under my cabinet for years um, because I just couldn't part with throwing it away. And the same thing for this podcast. When I started the Facebook group, I realized that a lot of people were following me because they wanted to learn sort of how to have a popular, popular podcast, you know, and the truth is I didn't start this podcast to have a popular podcast. I didn't. Um, I started this podcast because I felt like, you know, five plus years ago, there was no one really giving us the real about what the game is like out there you know it's like I kept saying to myself I need to tell people or young women especially young women of color sort of some things that maybe some things that maybe we have we didn't learn or some some things that we can we can do better or um things that we probably haven't even thought about and just things that I had observed over the years and I just really wanted to share that and so I used to have really short podcasts just because it was just these long sort of like um, brain dumps that I wanted to share with you and so um, it wasn't about what microphone I was using you guys know that I only just got this microphone that I have right now that's looking broken by the way um, that my college roommate gave me after listening to my podcast being like what are you doing Uh, because I didn't even listen to podcasts uh, before a couple years ago so before you start your next thing, ask yourself, is this aligned with my purpose? Like, why am I doing it? Or am I just doing it because everyone else is, you know, that's normal. But just know that when you're doing it, because everybody else is the gamble is so much greater, and the chances of you winning are so much slimmer. So do the things that your heart sort of pulls you to do. And you don't have to do everything right. You don't, there are still people winning, um, just on Facebook or just on Instagram or just on Twitter. Uh, it's nice if you can win on multiple platforms, but maybe it's just not for you and that's okay. Another scenario is that people know that you're good at whatever, right? They know that you're good at, I have XXX. So they ask you to do AAA, BBB, and CCC. Um, There's the assumption that a person who's good at one thing is good at all things. And we all know that that's just not true. Um, I've had to turn down some stellar opportunities because they were outside of the scope of what it is that I do or how I want to feel. Remember that, right? Joy is underrated in, in business. Like it is okay to want to have joy in what it is that you do. 
Um, so I have surprised people by turning down things that pay very well because they simply weren't aligned with my purpose or quite simply, I now have a higher value on my days. Um, I don't get many days off. So when someone asks me to do something on a weekend or after hours, um, and you know, for me, it's not just, just about the task at hand. Now I have some super, um, clear boundaries on my days, right? I'll share these with you guys. I work nonstop. You can put anything on my calendar from nine to five. Um, and in a way that sounds anti-hustler, right? Like, oh my God, she's only doing things between nine and five. And the answer is yes. You want to know why? Because I am mentally sort of like working around the clock and I have found that if I spend any time outside of the allotted sort of work hours, taking calls, doing meetings, um, doing interviews, I am not, it is not enough time for me to pour back into myself, for me to take a deep dive in some work, or for me to even just catch up, right? Sometimes the hours before nine o'clock, right now it's 827, I get to do this podcast, which is fulfilling. Um, I love the way it makes me feel. Uh, so when people reach out to me and ask me to do things outside of business hours, I say no. Um, when people ask to sort of interview me on the weekends, for the most part, I say no. Um, and it's not because I'm trying to be mean. It's just that I have a higher value, um, on my days. And I feel like the window between nine and five is such a huge window that it is not, um, sort of an unfair boundary. Um, for now, for me now, it comes down to what's the price tag on missing out of the things that I like to do after work, right? So in, in the spirit of trying to have a life, I now, you know, make dinner when I get home. And that is just about making a healthy meal for myself. It is about if you follow me on Instagram or when I was Snapchatting, that's one of my favorite things to do that brings me joy because joy is just so underrated. I'm sorry to keep repeating that you guys, but it really is. It's like, I, I have, I have gotten super clear about making the time to do the things that matter to me. You know, it's about, um, meeting up with my significant other and having a glass of wine or sharing a bottle of wine that I've gotten from some of these, these awesome wine trips. Um, now it's about what's the price tag on missing out on being home, grilling with my friends on the weekend, going to the farmer's market or taking one of my mini trips to the container store because I love the container store, you know, and just doing the things that fill me back up. So, um, I hate to say it, but sometimes, you know, people saying, oh, I've got $500 for you or something like that. There's just, you know, sometimes there is no price a thousand, two, three, four, five. There's just no dollar amount that I can put on my joy, um, that I like to have on the weekends or, or in those, in those after hours. Um, so we all have a price and you just have to figure out what's important to you, but that's just important to me. Um, but now, you know, something that I, I thought about, I was like, okay, so now that I've talked to you through sort of passion, purpose, focus, you know, joy being underrated, what if you've already committed to something, right? And you're afraid to quit it or give it up because you'll be embarrassed, which I mean, I thought 
I was like, oh God, I can't believe that I'm going to end this Facebook group after a few weeks. I don't even know if I lasted a whole month. Um, but you know, it's not about being embarrassed. Uh, I, I immediately thought about this Maya Angelou quote. She says, each of us, I'm going to read this twice because it's so profound. So if you don't get it the first time, I'll do it a second. Each of us has the right and the responsibility to assess the road which lie ahead and those over which we have traveled. And if the feature road looms ominous or unpromising and the roadblock uninviting, inviting, then we need to gather our resolve and carrying only the necessary baggage, step off that road into another direction. If the new choice is also unpalatable, without embarrassment, we must be ready to change that one as well. So I'm going to read it one more time. Each of us has the right and the responsibility to assess the road which lie ahead and those over which we have traveled. And if the feature road looms ominous or unpromising and the road back uninviting, inviting, then we need to gather our resolve and carrying only the necessary baggage, step off that road into another direction. If the new choice is also unpalatable without embarrassment, we must be ready to change that one as well. So it is your responsibility to make the necessary changes in your life, regardless of whether or not you'll feel embarrassed by them. You have the right to change your mind and not feel guilty. Um, as I was thinking about this, um, I came across, I, I was a huge fan of the Oprah Winfrey magazine today. Um, I still read it, but I have so many things to read. But I thought about an excellent passage from Oprah Winfrey's magazine um, that I want to end this in this podcast with. Um, but it's a story she tells. Um, several years ago, I learned a valuable lesson that changed the way I saw my life. One evening, while having dinner at the Malibu home of the TV producer Susan DePass, I began complaining about something I had agreed to do, but that I no longer thought was the best decision for me. In the name of keeping my word, though, I felt I had to trudge through it. Oh my God, have I not had this feeling before? Suzanne looked at me and said something no one had ever told me before. Girl, you know you have the right to change your mind. I went silent. As the words reverberated through me, I slowly said the phrase to myself over and over, trying to embrace what it would feel like to actually accept that principle as part of my conscious living. While the idea sank in, I repeated it aloud on Suzanne. I have the right to change my mind. She said, who else would? It's your mind. Before then, I hadn't thought of changing my mind as even possible. What about honor, commitment, staying the course? I had always believed that going back on a promise was something only careless, flaky people did. Yet, as strict as I had always been about keeping my word, I often gave it irresponsibly. Woo! Trying to be the nice girl, I agreed to do things I later regretted. And because I was saying yes when I really meant no, I'd end up cheating both myself and the other person involved. It's an irrefutable law of the universe. You always get exactly what you intend. And my intention was to be seen by others as the dependable one, even if that came at an expense to me personally. What I know for sure is that you have the right to choose what is best for yourself now. And changing your mind doesn't mean acting irresponsibly. It's just the opposite. When you honor what you know 
your spirit is telling you to do, you are making the most conscientious decision, one for one for which you are willing to accept all the consequences. A business student once once challenged me on this concept. I'm passionate about cooking, she explained, but my parents have spent nearly $500,000 on my education. For me to now announce that I want to cook, how can I change my mind? I said, is $500,000 worth a life not fulfilled? How much of your life will you have to consume before you can please you? Every day, passion speaks to us through our feelings. That's why when you allow yourself to become anesthetized by what others think, you literally block yourself from living the life you were called to live. I promise you that if you make a choice that doesn't please your mate, your friends, your mother, or whoever, the world will not fall apart. The people who truly love you want you to love yourself. And as you become more clear about who you really are, you'll be, be you'll be better able to decide what is best for you. Um, I couldn't break that break that out as a quote because every single word of that passage uh, from Oprah Winfrey in 2014, I believe Oprah Winfrey magazine was so amazing. Um, so the wrap up, you guys, what do I do? How do I want what I do to make me feel? What about when things come my way that are great but distracting? How much of your life will you have to consume before you can please you? These are the things that we should think about um, before we race down paths, start the new Facebook page group, start a blog, start a YouTube, um, start podcasting, start doing anything, changing our careers. Um, These are the questions that we should ask ourselves. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. I will be back. I'm actually um, interviewing Ursula Stevens, which Ursula, Ursula is just amazing. And Kalana Barfield of InStyle Magazine. So those two interviews are coming up soon. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.